Hello! Welcome to episode one of the Jesus Sampler. I'm so happy that you're here and hope you've had or will have a great week depending on when you're tuning in. The Jesus Sampler is a podcast if you're looking to grow closer to Jesus or wanting to find ways to let your light shine. You want some deep laughs? I'll probably give you a few deep dives into the Bible, or maybe you're just looking for a new Jesus crew to listen to, tune in, welcome to it, and let's go. All right, hello everybody. Welcome, welcome to the first episode. I'm so excited for this. I wanted to start this off with a little bit about me, the host, and how this little podcast came to be. Yes, that rhymed. If you couldn't tell, I'm a big writer. So some fast takes on who I am. My favorite things to do are travel. One of my biggest dreams is to actually go to Israel or travel on a mission trip. I'm a coffee and chocolate addict. I do have the biggest sweet tooth ever. I have to have my brown sugar shake and espresso nearly every day on my lunch break at work. And I have a golden doodle pup named Annie who just turned one, so she's like my kid. Love her so much. My Instagram should basically become a fan page for my dog. That's not a joke. Okay, so I named a little bit of the podcast, this little area here, as Testimony Time, and you guessed it, it is Testimony Time. I wanted to start the sample of Jesus portion with my testimony of how Jesus found me. I grew up in a small little country church uh, here in a small town called Owensboro in Kentucky. There was a time where I didn't love going to church and kind of just went through the motions as a teenager. I thought, you know, everyone that I know who doesn't go to church seems like they have this perfect life. Keep in mind, spoiler alert, I was like 16 at this time, so my idea of perfect was skewed by a long shot. Uh, Then one night, a preacher had came to our church and really began talking about Jesus and how he really cares about every aspect of your life and how he loves you despite the sin and your past mistakes. And I looked up to my mom, and we went to the altar together, and I accepted Jesus into my heart that night. And don't get me wrong, there were times after that where I doubted and actually left church for a total of two weeks, I think. You know, I didn't last out there for too long before my heart knew I I wasn't in the right place. But that taught me that Jesus will never let you go for a long period without tugging on you and saying, Hey, you've been away for a while. It's time to come home. And that small portion of my life reminded me of the Bible story of the prodigal son and how despite how long the son was gone and everything he did wrong, the father still welcomed him home with open arms and threw him a feast. That's how Jesus is with us. Bible stories parallel our relationship with Jesus a lot of the time. He welcomes us back home with open arms and invites us back to our seat at his table. So I encourage you today, wherever you are, to pull out your seat sit down and start having a chat with Jesus. Just start talking to Jesus. One word from him will change everything, whether you feel it or not. And man, oh man, is the love of God something else. Well, enough about me. (laughs) I wanted to talk about where this all started with my blog. So Delight in the Lord, or Delight as I like to call it, started just last year as a blog. I was actually sitting in church one day just asking God what he wants me to do for him. In other words, what's my calling? Jesus said three words back, start a blog. Now, if you know me personally, or if you know me at all, I'm not the most talkative, outgoing type of girl. I'm, I'm shy and timid, kind of a keep-to-myself person, and please do not rock my boat. Well, 
Jesus rocked my boat that day for sure. I mean, I was about to graduate college and was thinking about my next both in life and in the Lord at that time. It made me nervous to think about sharing my writing with people because I was afraid of the feedback I'd get. But despite that, just over a month later in March, Delight did launch and I just celebrated one year of the blog, so hooray for that. Then recently, midweek devotionals have arrived on the blog as well. Those are fun and spunky little reads if you're on a quick lunch break or have some downtime. But the thing is, Jesus knows when the right time is to open the door for your calling and when to speak the words you're needing to hear. If you're a reader, or maybe you're not, absolutely no judgment here. Maybe you want to read about a book of the Bible or do a deep dive of a Bible scripture. The blog is the perfect place to find some encouragement or grow in Jesus. That's the goal with the blog is that each piece will find someone who is just looking for some encouragement or maybe if you don't know the Lord, you'll read a piece and want to know more about him. That's the goal. So it is a great thing to check out if you want. And honestly, there's a lesson in everything and every season. So God really taught me some things over the past year over the course of writing pieces for my blog. Here's just a few that maybe you can carry with you. God taught me that writing doesn't always come easy. That comparison will kill your spirit. Community in Christ is essential. Reading your Bible is more than flipping the pages. And the calling God has for you is for you. You're the MVP in that area. And no one can do your specific calling like you can. Nobody. I've heard a saying, and I'll share it with you. If Jesus called you to it, he can bring you through it. So, the sample of Jesus we will be looking at today is, drumroll please, the pursuit of Jesus. When I was putting this podcast together, I asked God what he would want me to focus on. What's the goal? He spoke and said to tell them about my compassion. And part of that compassion and his character was Jesus actively pursuing us. How did he do this? Through walking in the flesh as a man, being tempted in every way we are, but without sin, of course, and dying on the cross. So let's talk about it. To start, we have some word, of course, from the Bible. Let's look at what exactly it says about the pursuit of Jesus. Today, we are checking out the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. If you have a Bible or a Bible app, you can uh, flip or go, go there if you want, or you can just listen here. Whatever way you want to do it works great. So, Ephesians 1, 4 through 5. Let's read it. Now, I'm reading out of the King James Version. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. So you might be thinking, why this verse? Well, I wanted to start with this verse in particular with episode one, because essentially this is where it all begins, where the relationship between man and God started. We see the love of God from the beginning of time, before he ever created the world. This verse tells us he chose us at the very moment that God decided to give Jesus, his only son, to the world in exchange to save humanity, people who accept him from sin and hell. And he adopts us into the family once we accept Jesus into our hearts. How awesome is that? How, how cool is that? And want to know something even more cool? A synonym for adopt is embrace. Heaven must rejoice with great joy when a person makes a decision to come to Jesus. They can add another name to the book of life, and that's another person the enemy can't steal. 
That's awesome. And also another person that can spread the good news of Jesus with others and compel others to come this way and come toward Jesus and come back home to Jesus. Life with Christ is so, so good. Now, looking at the book of Ephesians itself, we can see one of the big themes is reconciliation between man and God. The Bible tells us that Jesus is our advocate between us and God. He is constantly making intercession for us, praying over us, and desiring for you and me to get as close as we can to Him. Some ways we can do this are reading the Bible, praying daily, attending church, or finding a Bible study or small group for community. You probably won't be surprised to see that Paul wrote this book. That man wrote many books, specifically letters in the Bible to many churches. But still, he was a man that was changed by God and went forward spreading the gospel to others no matter the consequences. A good thing to note here is that Paul speaks, now this is out of the New Living Translation commentary, that believers have every spiritual blessing. What are these? Let's look at them. So they include election, sanctification, adoption, redemption, forgiveness, kindness, revelation, inheritance, and indwelling. This means, as the commentary says, that God chose you, capital Y-O-U, even before he made the world. God's destiny is for us to be more like him and less like the world. God has brought us into his family. God has purchased our freedom. He forgives and frees us through Christ's death and resurrection. His love surrounds us daily and throughout the Bible. It's very evident there as well. God has revealed his plan to us both through various stories in the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, and through the life of Jesus. As his children, we receive his family's blessings. What are those? Well, forgiveness, a awesome citizenship in heaven, and the reality of one day getting to see him face to face. Can you imagine that? Just giving Jesus a big hug one day? That's the goal. That is one of my dreams. <laughs> Finally, God gave us Jesus Christ as a guarantee for our salvation. Lately, God has been letting me focus on learning more about his character. If you know about someone's character in this life, you can tell a lot about who they are. They aren't a stranger to you. Jesus doesn't want to be a stranger to you, but your best friend. He wants to be the one you tell everything to, good and bad, just to speak to you. The qualities we just spoke about, the spiritual blessings, are characteristics of Jesus, and he calls us to apply these things to our daily lives. This may just compel people to come to Jesus and allow him into their heart and into their life. And the amazing thing is, when we allow Jesus into our heart, he doesn't just plop down on the couch and flip on the TV. No way. He enters every room, tidying up the cluttered or messy areas, hangs new pictures around the house, maybe paints the walls a cheerier color than before. Your house won't look the same after Jesus walks into it and makes it his home. And the even better thing is, Spoiler alert, others will be able to see this change from the outside too. Jesus has an awesome way of doing that, altering the destination of the soul to heaven, yet also changing the outer man as well. God is so good. Now, I'm going to leave you guys with a sneak peek into my Jesus Jams playlist. Seriously, if you don't have a playlist, what are you doing? Hop on the train and get with the program. Here are some songs I've had on repeat all week, and I encourage you to press play on. Narrow Road by Josh Baldwin. That one has me in tears, by the way. You might want to get a box of tissues ready. I've Witnessed It by Passion and Melody Malone. This is an amazing worship song. I think it's like eight minutes long. It's really, really good. Upper Room, Give Me Jesus. Upper Room is a great, great group. Um, and Monday Morning Faith by S-E-U Worship.
Music itself can do so much for us as Christians. It brings us together in unity and allows us to worship Jesus and sing about how great he is and what he has done. One thing I want to leave you with is to be a witness and tell your testimony of Jesus wherever you go, whether that be in a school, job, the coffee shop, under a revival tent, or in a restaurant, or maybe even on a beach. There's something liberating about telling your story, your personal account of how Jesus changed your life. Well, y'all, the time has come. I hope you guys enjoyed this little sample of Jesus, and I'm so excited for what Jesus has in store, not just for me, but for all of you. Let's close this episode out with a quick prayer. Dear Lord, I ask that you be with everyone listening today, wherever they are, and encourage them to keep going for you. God, if there's anyone listening that doesn't know you, I pray that you reveal yourself to them, whether it's through a song, podcast, or maybe sending someone to talk with them about you. I thank you for everything you have done and everything you're going to do. Amen. Always remember that you're chosen for this moment. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time.